This is your stewardess speaking. As we prepare for takeoff, please consider supporting us on Patreon to keep this podcast ad-free. If you enjoy this flight, please subscribe to the podcast, smash that like button, and don't forget to go to patreon.com forward slash turbulent truth to support us. Thank you and prepare for takeoff. Hello, this is your captain speaking. As you can tell in the cabin, we're hitting some shaky times, and it's about to get worse. So please take a moment, make sure you are buckled, and the loved ones around you are buckled. Because we're about to hit Turbulent Truth. In three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of Turbulent Truth. I'm Scott Kutcher. I'm Gary Chapman. And we're here to get turbulent with and truth. And truthful. <laughs> and truthful. So today's going to be a little more light, and because I just got to hear the story. I hear you expanded your DNA. I have. Over the holidays. I have. So tell us a little bit about how that event occurred. My, well, <laughs> well, I you, think know, you the, know how that works. Well, when you know, you when own. a man and a woman loves each other. Yeah. <laughs> if you grow up on a farm, you know how that you works. You know how that works, exactly. No, uh, my oldest daughter, uh, Millie, uh, Gloria Mills is her actual name, but mm. everybody calls her Pretty. Um, She and her husband, Ben, had Penelope Willow Long, and she's stinking beautiful. <laughs> she's, I, I, like, I get it, I get it. Everybody thinks she, their she grandchild is, is the pretty one. I'm right. Well, and he is this time, because she is so absolutely you have to tell me, am I... Yeah. Am I in frame yeah. with that one? So yes, you are. And she is gorgeous. She's stinking perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's amazing. Until you get a hold of her. Yeah, well and I have it yet. <laughs> I have it. So they're not, they're not back from the hospital yet. And the uh, <coughs> COVID I hate it. The uh, you know, you can't you can't go in there. Nobody could. Ben, right. thank God Ben was able to go in. But uh, her mom nor I nor anybody could could actually go in and, you know, the traditional, just be there. Hey, they're yeah. here. You know, stand out in the hall and wait and hear them scream. Apparently, she didn't. She's like a pioneer woman or something. She this didn't was scream? A, this was a big child. How many pounds, ounces? At, at uh, two weeks before birth, she was just over eight pounds. What? Yeah. What was she at birth? I don't know. I we don't got, know yet. I haven't okay. got the numbers. Wow. But big. Yeah. And Millie's, Barely if five feet. I think she's four eleven. And she's tiny, right? She's a small person. Yeah. She is. But man, uh, she does have an incredibly high tolerance for adversity. You know, she's the one that she donated a kidney to her best friend four years ago, which put her in a high risk category for pregnancy. Yeah. So, you know, I had kind of written it off. Uh, I don't know. Did I tell this? Probably didn't tell this on the thing. Mm. So this year at Father's Day, uh, she and Ben invited me to, they wanted to take me to lunch. I was like, yeah, great. So we go to one of my favorite little haunts and uh, we're sitting there, we've ordered lunch and and she reaches in her purse and she pulls out this gift. It's about this long, like this, like a rectangular box, about the size that a pen would come in. Okay. If you're a writer, you get a lot of pens. Everybody thinks it's an original idea. It's not. (laughs) But I like nice pens. And journals. So so bring it, yeah. Uh, Along those lines, the best one of those gifts I ever got was Mm -hmm. pencils. 
Really? You really Larry, you prefer pencil? Larry Gatlin. You know who Larry Gatlin is? Probably not. You're not a country fan. He's amazing. Larry Gatlin, legendary country guy. No, I actually, the Gatlin brothers. I actually know who the Gatlin brothers are. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Larry gave me, for my birthday, uh, this, uh, it's a particular kind of pencil that he uses to write with. To write songs with. Like a mechanical? And, or and it, No, it's a regular pencil. Then. Well, i got to tell you, it is kind of special. Seriously? And there's something about the way that it's made, the way that it feels, the way that it writes. It comes with its own little sharpener. It comes in this really cool case that it all wraps up. And it looks like you're a scribe from the 1800s or something, right? It sounds like a package design I would come up it with. It does. It does. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I figured it was a pen. And I'm opening the thing up, and God bless them, they had the foresight to actually capture the moment. So I open up the thing, and I open the box, and at first I was like, It's a pencil. But I picked it up, and just as my eyes hit the little window that said, pregnant, it was a a pregnancy test. No. And it, it still had the thing on it, right? It, it was like not, they gave you a pencil. It had not died yet. No, it was a pregnancy test. Yeah, but but they, they gave it. It was not a pencil. Oh, it wasn't? It was a pregnancy I know, test. but it was inside a thing. I can't write with it. Would you stop? No. So. <laughs> it was just the same size box. Right, so it what you're thinking the, is. I thought it was that, but yeah. it was not. It was her telling me, we're going to have a baby. That's pretty freaking cool. And they got the moment. I mean, in fact, if, you know I, what? if I can find yes, it before you need the end, I'll yeah, drop it in. Yeah, please do. And it's, just, it. it's just me. If I can't find it, this is it. Ready? <laughs> that was pretty much it. I think. Something like that. Now, is this your first? It is. Whoa. It is. And I, I had not given up, but I was not expecting it. It really blindsided me. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. And now she's delivered with a perfect child. So, I'm one of those people, everybody's, oh, look at the baby, they're so cute, they're so cute. No, most, most babies <laughs> they are, are ugly. They aren't that. They're just ugly. And, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to come around, they're going to fill out, they're going to do whatever they do, they're, they're going to grow some hair, they're going to do what babies, right. humans, right. do. Yeah. But out of the shoot, i got to tell you, I think most of them are not that cute. Not really. Unless they're yours, then they're perfect. Then they're cute. But this kid... I believe if it was not my kid, I would still say, this kid is perfect. You know what it reminds me of? The episode with Seinfeld with the ugly baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, he can't hide his emotions. No, no, you're right. I mean, think about it. They've been inside of mom, marinating yeah. for nine months. Yeah. They're gonna look a little wrinkled, a little yeah, purple, yeah. a little, little squished in places. And they're gonna, you know? yeah, they're trying to. They're trying to very <laughs> small opening relative to the size of their body. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, let's dunk them. I just can't. Yeah, okay. so you yeah. know, smush face, this and that. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, um, but this one, she looks like like the only kids that I think actually look pretty as babies are C-section kids. Eva Rose, my daughter, it's was a C-section baby. Funny you say that. And she was stinking perfect. She really was a beautiful little redhead. So was mom. Lydia. Yeah. Yeah, she was C-section emergency at the end. Yeah, yeah. After 16 hours of labor. I get it. And uh, yeah, let me. I'll have to send you some pictures. This was not a C-section. No. Millie like pushed three times and then there was a baby. And didn't... She never felt any pain. Didn't she go back to like harvesting or something after that? Probably. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. so. She had to finish up the crop. <laughs> You know, because the winters are moving in. <laughs> <laughs> Three pushes. 
back to three she pushes. Did it. Three, three, and uh, <laughs> oh my God. her mom called me to give me the the play by play, and apparently, uh, she never felt any pain at all. She felt. She said, "You know, my my stomach seems to be tightening." I'm like, yeah, I think that's labor. Most people scream you when know, it happens. Every woman right now that's watching this I is hate her. pissed. I know. They're I, like, here's the key. Here's the key. <laughs> if you want to have a very, very easy delivery and be one of those moms that everybody says, wow, she's, she's something else. Right. She's really something else. Donate a kidney. <laughs> that's Obviously, the- <laughs> that's the perfect prep for getting ready. You're already used to something about back size coming. In. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't Any know. doctors listening to this do not sue us or anything like that. He is not a doctor. He oh, is not I telling you. No, he is I not. Am. You can take my no. medical advice. He is to not. the bank. No, don't take it to a hospital. Take <laughs> it to the bank and write me a check because I'm <gasps> I'm so good at this. Yeah, God, please deliver us. Funny. <laughs> Did you mean to have a pregnancy joke? Or yeah, I, you know, it just kind of slipped out. That was a, that was a. So yes, I'm very, very proud. <laughs> I'm still a little torn on what I need to be called. It's very important. You know, I don't want to just be grandpa. I'll tell you what. I love my brother-in-laws. What is it? Can I steal it? I don't know him well. Dude. Call it dude. He call, no, he call, he gets called by them, dude. 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 That's not bad. And my and my sister is Yaya. Yaya and dude. Dude is not bad. Dude. <laughs> dude. That's my dude. That's my dude. <laughs> Isn't that great? I may steal that. Because I've, I've been uh, uh, G-Chappy. G-Pappy. Eh. Pappy. Eh. My kids, my, my blood birth kids, my three older kids all call me Pop. That's good. That's I what like, I called I my like dad. That. Yeah, I kind of like But that. that's a dad thing. That's not a grandpa thing. My dad, to my kids, Poppy. were Papaw. Papaw? That's kind of old school tradition. And Nana. Nana and Papaw. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. 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 <laughs> you like that one, don't dude. you? Dude, yeah. And if you met my brother-in-law Dallas, it's fitzy. Is it fitzy? I'm kind just, of a dude. You know what? I think you are yeah, a dude. I'm a dude. Yeah, you're definitely a dude. I'm a gay dude, but I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm a dude. COVID. Okay, I'm having coughing issues still from that stupid respiratory infection. He actually does have a, a, an <laughs> I know every infection is COVID these days except for his. He's yeah. got the only one that's not. They literally tested me and looked at the... They came to, so the woman does it. She comes in. She's testing my wife, actually. I've got the same symptoms exact. She's like, we only really need to test her. So they test her and they look at it like, this can't be right. Okay, well, you don't have strep and you don't have COVID and you don't have flu. Uh, there's nothing else that exists in this world that could possibly be. I'm like respiratory infection and bronchitis. Right. We both have had those issues since she had her tonsils out. Mm-hmm. And because I've got asthma, kind of happens every year. It's your comorbidity. That's right. That's right. Comorbidity. You're fat. You better get, get to get into the hospital because you're probably going to die from that COVID. You know what? We need to make a list of words that did not exist pre-COVID. Ooh. I know it existed, like, but how many times in your life have you used the phrase comorbidity? Never. Never once. Not, Not for one me. time. Not no. for me. And I'm sure I may have had a moment, but I, I probably instead said, yeah, he also had, you know, fill in the blank. Sure, he had a heart attack. 
And, you know, he was struggling a little bit with his lungs too, but it was not a comorbidity. I never used that word. And I bet there's a bunch of others. Okay, guys. So we're going to put our text yeah. in all of them. We're putting them in all of them, but we're just going to remind you. If you go down in the description on YouTube, there will be our phone number. Please use it. Text us some, yeah. some stuff. Yeah. If you go, what about this term? What about that? We will definitely mention it. And back to the hat episode. Give us topics. Yep. There are things you guys want to see. Just a reminder, put it in there. We're anxious to do that um, because it's, it's fun the way we're doing this, very yeah. off the cuff. We want to talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, what matters. Yeah. Not what everyone else says should matter, but what really matters to you. Yeah. That's what matters to us. So what matters to you? Besides comorbidity. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Reclaiming the life God intended me to have. Wow. That's... I mean, so we'll be back next week <laughs> with more words. No, no, that's that's a big blanket, man. Well, you know, you, you sent me your um, you know your granddaughter. It's weird saying it. Yep. Sent me her beautiful picture, and or and I'm looking at these pictures, and I'm going, okay, what have we lost that we freely gave up? Because to in, COVID. Yeah, because in that moment, I had joy. In that moment, I had joy for you. I was like, yep. man, that's such a cool thing. I, I, one of these days, I'm going to feel that. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. We lost that. We, but we freely gave it up. It wasn't a someone took it. It's someone told us we shouldn't have it anymore. And we went, okay. And now I think God's telling me in 2022, guys, reclaim it. Reclaim your dreams. Yeah. Reclaim what God has put on your heart to do. Reclaim, you know, your family. Reclaim, I mean, reclaim your family. With all the crap out there, I've got a teenager now. Reclaim your family. He's just, he's put it on my heart. And it's become my, my word for the, for the That's year. That's very good. You know, so I stopped doing big goals. And people are like, oh, you should. No, I have focuses I want to do. But I don't make them goals. So it's reclaiming, is that the phrase? Reclaiming? Reclaiming. I think it is. Yeah. Re- reclaiming everything. I mean, if you really walk through it. We, we have given up so much freely. Right. And just went, yeah, take it. We don't care. Yeah, we live in a free society, but you, you know what? We aren't going to act like it anymore. And people will say, well, but you got to do it for the greater good, this and that. It still makes no sense to me. Well, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I'm going to reclaim. I didn't give anything up. Here's the thing. With people like you. I actually didn't. That didn't give up. I probably lost some friends as a result of it. Well, you, you don't need to reclaim them. No. Because they See, really weren't real friends. Yeah. I don't want those. But what you may want to reclaim is not anything you gave up. Just something you forgot. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Because I'll bet you that's a long list. It is. Yeah. And what's funny is as we age, we believe, whether we realize it or not, we believe what society tells us. Oh, you're aging out. So my poor brother, who's brilliant, was a priest for many years has now not a priest anymore, decided to take a different path in terms of events. He's brilliant. I mean, just a little bit away from having a PhD, could just complete a couple courses to have it, has two MBAs, has turned around major churches and schools, and no one wants him because he's 62. Mm. But he's brilliant. He was a nuclear physicist in the Navy. Well, there will, there <laughs> will be a place for him. God has a place for him. So right now he's at Walmart yeah, and he's in their claim department and he kind of enjoys it, but you know what? He's, he's believing the lie mm. and we had to talk about it. 
You know, he's believing the lie that he has. He's he knows he's got something in him, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Right. And he's still got parishioners pinging him left and right on social media. We really miss your lessons. We really, and I'm like, do a well, YouTube just go channel. Just go on and do it. Yeah. How hard is that? We did it. I was doing it right as we speak. <laughs> yes. Right. And I said, oh, you know, you should do that. I know. Oh, and yeah. theologically, we need to have him on because he is interesting. He's like. He, he told me Can one, you bridge the gap between the, the, the Protestant-Catholic divide? He could really show some places that are misinterpreted, yes. Yeah, see, that's and, what I mean. And understanding. I grew up, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hate them, why would I? There well, weren't any. Well, they're the original, you know. You know? Without them, you guys wouldn't exist. <laughs> we wouldn't exist. It's like kind of 1.0. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> We're 3.0, but they're 1.0. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's, here's an interesting argument. If Luther would have stuck around and from within tried to reform, will we still have all these splits? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's the question. But he makes statements that's really interesting. Can he help my wife get past all the horrible things that they've done? Here's what it boils at the end of the day. Because she's, you know, a history freak. Can, can people and get past does, the fact she that... She can rattle them off and frighten you with... All the horrible things that have happened. So, like the you know Methodists going through a period through the eighties where they beat their wives, things like that. Okay. Okay. So it continues. That's what I'm saying. Any did any, that happen actually? Yes, it did. Any organization? Wait. Oh, it did. I had a friend of mine that went through it personally. Did you say in the eighties? Yeah, it was like eight. this last decade. Late eighties. Like yeah. in the nineteen. Going, yeah, going into the. It was cool to beat your wife. No, they had an epidemic going on where there was frustration and things going on within the church. That they had some people with domestic violence issues happening a lot. But they didn't condone it. They just... Either the Catholic faith, they didn't condone it. They listened to lawyers. There's a difference. They didn't condone it. Good point. And that's the whole point. And with the, people, you mean the kid a, thing. A lot of misinterpretation on that too. It was all lawyers saying, don't you dare because da 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 And then they would shift the priest somewhere else. That was just horrible decisions from men that were not seeking God, period. Wow. End wow. of story. And so, as lawyers, 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 liars, whatever. But uh, no, you know, there's some really good ones out there. Where I actually know two. One is a cousin of mine through marriage that is a Second Amendment lawyer and defends people's rights in the Second Amendment. Okay, okay. a, a full one. authority on. There's one. It. Yeah, full authority okay. on. It. No, but, I, I actually have some lawyer friends, but but there's a lot of misconceptions. By between, large, there's way too many. Oh. Way too many lawyers. Again, career path, um, not really a smart one anymore, no. in my opinion. But uh, And then we, you know, we need dirty jobs on here. So we need Mike Rowe to tell us a little bit more about... That's true. You know, because you know our philosophy on it is, I think we're screwing up big time. My son is never going to be a college kid. No, 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 no. He's hands-on. He's never going to be a college kid. Smart. People, people would want to try to make him an engineer. Mm-hmm. He may become one. I really see this kid being like an HVAC kid or an electrician or, you know, he's going to want to get his hands dirty. Yeah. That's just, that's how he's already showing. That's what he wants to do. Mm. He might be a gamer though, because he also, he's intrigued by YouTube right now. And he's like, everything is a, so at Christmas time, set up cameras, hard to believe I do that. Set up some phones, different angles. So we can capture the moment for the family because my wife wants me to. Sure. Son sees the one angle and goes, picks it up. He doesn't like it. It's not a good angle. He moves. I'm like, son, stop. There's, it's my stuff. You can't do that. We're not YouTubing. But dad, we're not YouTubing. 
So it's amazing how much that plays into our kid's head. And again, it's one other thing that detracts them from becoming who God designed them to be. And that is, you know what? You're probably going to be someone that's going to do something hands-on. Yeah. And it could be programming. Who knows? I'm not going to limit things, but uh, off our rabbit trail. Back to what we were talking about. Yeah, that'll all get cut out, so don't worry about it. Well, I hope not, because I think this is the charm of it. People love it. That's what my cousin said anyways. He thinks it's hysterical. But anyways. Fits in the 28 minutes and 30 it seconds. It is. We're at, we're at 20, second, 20 minutes and 54 seconds. Okay. So we're good to go. Except for what we just said. That'll get cut out. Yes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that definitely needs to be cut. But I'm just believing it all because why not? Yeah. Anyways. Then we have a reason. Yeah. Totally. Wrap it up with, with everything we just said. Talking about society and reclaiming and all that kind of stuff and the pressure to go to college. Is there anything that you want to instill deeply in this beautiful creation that you believe will help her to weather that, navigate it, become the person she was designed to be? It's a long list, actually. Okay. Um, this could be a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. The, the main thing, and I did not do it well with my three older kids. Okay. I'm doing it, doing it pretty well, I think, with Eva Rose. Okay. So much is, uh, of, of spiritual life is after the fact response to the, real, to the realization that you don't have one. Mm. As opposed to that being the basis for your life mm. and it gets built on. Okay. Right? And that's, I mean, for me, I didn't have a choice because I was a preacher's kid. It was just <laughs> there. It was yeah. Always there. Now, there's a downside to that. It, it, it makes you want to find everything else, which I did. Yeah. I was very good at it. Yeah. But, uh, very. Um, well, if you're going to be bad, be good at it. Man. Don't, don't, have, don't mess around. No. Yeah. But um, to have that as a real foundation is so critical. Mm. It's so critical. Yeah. And, and, and I failed. I failed my, not 100%. It's not like I, I was teaching them to be atheists. I let universities do that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's another topic. Yeah, yeah. But the beautiful thing is, life is doing what it is going to do, mm. and God is doing what He has promised to do. My kids will all eventually be in exactly the same spot. Yeah, they will all be in the kingdom because they're they've been claimed. Hmm. Their mom and I and their grandparents and most of their uncles and aunts have prayed for them for decades. And that will never stop. And they know it. <laughs> and little things move them from uh, not, not believing to believing. Hmm. And it's incremental sometimes. Well, it's a journey, right? And for Millie, quite frankly, uh, it, w- it would not shock me at all if... If Penelope is a big piece of that, because it, man, that everything changes when you're sitting here. Oh yeah, it holding does. this being, <clears throat> and it matters more than anything in the world. Anything. I didn't understand God until I was a parent. There you go. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, how could he? And then I became a parent. I was like, ooh. No, that's, that's how. how he could. Yeah. How could he love me that much? Mm-hmm. And how could he continuously love me through 
my sin that's habitual sometimes and I have to fight through it and grow and he's patient when I grow and finally I shed it and then the next thing kicks in and you're like, oh my gosh, I was just struggling with this. Why am I struggling with that? Why are you struggling with that? I don't know. You know what? It sounds like a song coming out. You know why all of it is eventually going to work itself out? Why? Because so Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me. See on the portals, he's waiting. you can get away from that. I you, don't. No. And you know what? What? That's this week's Turbulent Truth. Perfect stop. Yeah. 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 Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you.